Hey everyone, I'm Gayla Zos. Welcome to episode number three of the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. This week is a Marketing 101 week, which means that I'll be interviewing someone I know who offers marketing-related products, services, or advice. The goal is for you to learn the basics here, how to be a smart buyer of those products, services, or advice, and how to be able to figure out whether these things might be the right fit for your business. It's not about selling, it's about knowledge. In this episode, I'm talking to Gwen Canfield, a freelance graphic designer and the owner of Creative Instinct, a branding and website development company based near Nashville, Tennessee. I've known Gwen for better than 15 years, and she is a frequent collaborator of mine. I've worked with her on dozens of projects for clients all over the country. In this episode, Gwen talks about logos, a topic of importance to anyone who's interested in starting or growing a business. Gwen will give you the lowdown on logos, what they mean, how you get one, and more. Let's listen in. Welcome to the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. If you're a budget-conscious small business owner who wants to learn more about marketing, join us weekly as Simple Marketing Academy founder Gayla Zoes helps you make sense of today's mind-boggling array of marketing options. So sit back, relax, and get ready to cut through the confusion because the Simple Marketing Academy podcast is starting now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. I'm Gayla Zoes, and joining me is Gwen Canfield, the owner of Creative Instinct. Hello, Gwen. Hello. And today, we are going to talk about logos, ways to get your logo done. And the goal for this episode is for our listeners to understand all the ways that you can go about creating a logo and the pros and cons of those ways, because there are as many ways as there are people who need logos, but not all those ways are good. So before we start, Gwen, I'd like you to share a little bit about yourself. People locally, people in the Middle Tennessee area know you as a graphic designer and a website developer. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you got where you are today. Well, um, I've always been an artist at heart. Um, as long as I can remember, I've drawn, I've painted um, a lot of art classes in school. Um, so I always had an interest in that. And but, you know, I didn't really pursue it um, as a, you know, in terms of graphic design for my career until I started um, working for a company um, who had a marketing department. Um, I started with the company with clerical work and then kind of, you know, I had a knack for design and they recognized that, thankfully. And so they got I weaseled my way into the marketing department um, and I was able to do a lot of graphic design work for the company. Um, and eventually, um, got some, some professional training in all the software, learned more, branched out into a couple different jobs. I worked for a print shop in Nashville. I worked for uh, Cracker Barrel Home Office doing a lot of their marketing materials and signage and things for the stores. 
Um, and all the while, I was building up a freelance business on the side. So eventually it got to where I couldn't do both. Um, and I decided to take the leap and just be full-time freelance graphic designer um, and just haven't looked back. I love what I do. So how long have you been on your own? Um, well, I started uh, freelancing on the side in 2005. And 2008 is when I um, decided to make that leap and do it full-time. I think the first time I ran into you was when you were you were working with that company that, that where you started out doing clerical things and then moved into marketing and that was probably that was probably 2005 mm. yeah i think it's been it's been a long time wow. <laughs> yeah yeah and then um so it, it's really interesting to me to think about how how a career in in a field like this progresses especially if you start out doing something else and this represents your passion. So I think it's amazing that you've been able to build this really robust freelance business. And I, I for one, I'm really glad you're there because you do so much great work for so many of my clients. Oh, thank you. I love working with you. We're a powerhouse. <laughs> that is true. So because a lot of our listeners or, or some of our listeners may not understand some of the terminology we use in the marketing world. Let's start with a definition so we're all on the same page. What exactly, Gwen, is a logo? <laughs> um, a logo is a visual mark, a visual representation of your brand, of your business. Um, so usually it's it's the name of your company and then a mark or an icon above that um, that sort of sums you up visually. So kind of like, I, I think the term brand mm -hmm. originated on a cattle ranch, right? Where you put a brand on an animal so you know who owned it. Exactly. So you could tell at a glance yep. whose animal that is. And I think it's the same with a company. So the logo is really the visual representation of a company's brand that makes it possible to identify with one glance who that company is. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's a really good analogy. Yeah. I'm going to have to use that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, that appears in the Simple Marketing Academy course, which will be available very soon. So let's talk more about this concept of a logo, which is one component of a visual brand. Why should a company have a logo? Um, recognition in the marketplace um, is definitely, you know, number one. Um, and also most, most re well, think about all the most reputable um, brands that we rely on or that we're, we're all that are household names, they all have great logos that you immediately recognize, um, you know, at a glance. So, um, you know, it's definitely a super important aspect, um, to have the recognition in the marketplace and also the professional image that you're wanting to portray for your, for your business. I think of 
memorable logos to me, like the Nike logo, the swoosh. I mean, everybody knows what that means. Mm-hmm. There's so many, so many good ones out there. Apple has a good one. Mm-hmm. And even a small company, even a, a, a solo entrepreneur needs to have that at-a-glance representation of their business. And I think, I think some entrepreneurs poo-poo the idea. You know, I'm too small. It doesn't matter. I'm never going to be a Nike. I'm never going to be an Apple. So why do I need to have a logo? Talk about which companies might be able to get away without a logo. None. <laughs> Absolutely done. I don't care if you're just, you know, an accountant or uh, I don't know, whatever some might consider a boring job. I don't think that that is a boring job, but I have seen so many accountants and law firms that have just their name and Times New Roman font, and they think that is their logo. And I mean, it's, it's what, it's what's facing your market. It's what's facing, it's what represents you. It really needs to be something more polished and professional. Um, unless you feel that your, that your services that you provide are not, um, really worth standing out in the marketplace. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's really important. I feel like every business, large or small, and even if you are small, you still have a market that you are, um, that you're facing, that you're targeting. Um, it might be just within your own community, but that is your market. So you want to be, you want to stand out above your competitors and have a mark that people um, will recognize when they see it. I think that a logo, having, having a professional visual brand identity, and a logo is certainly the most visible part of that. To me, it's like if you're going to meet a client or a prospect, or maybe you're going to meet your banker to get a loan, you're going to dress up. You want to make a good first impression. You want to look like you're serious about your business. And I think what a lot of people who resist this notion of logos, what they don't realize is that they're sending a very clear statement about their, uh, the face that they're putting out in the marketplace, that they don't really care about that. And I think that's a mistake because you wouldn't go meet with that banker or you wouldn't go to that client meeting uh, dressed like you, you know, have been painting all day. You just, you don't do that. But people, I think... Uh, inexperienced entrepreneurs um, forget that this is the equivalent of putting on a tie or, you know, putting on a nice outfit or a suit if you're going to meet with somebody. Talk a little bit about that first impression and how important it is. Oh my gosh. Yes. Everything you just said is right on. Um, I've, (laughs) that is so true. Uh, you, You would, you know, anything regarding your business that you care about, um, you know, I used to say, um, you wouldn't go, you, you might cut your own hair, but probably not. Most likely you go to someone who is a professional and you have them cut your hair because you want to look good and presentable. 
um, to people that you meet every day. And so, I mean, there's, it's exactly the same way with, with a logo. Um, you know, you want to be sure that that logo is polished and professional and it's designed by someone who, um, is, you know, is very good at what they do. Um, and that learns about your business beforehand and is able to create that, that special mark or brand for your business, because that is what is out there representing you, um, in advertising or on your website, um, things like that. So, I mean, looks, looks really do matter (laughs) when it comes to branding and uh, logo design. So it's definitely something that that you don't want to overlook. Definitely. People, I found that some people, the people who resist a visual brand identity, they don't want to invest in a logo. They don't think they need one. They don't realize that people are drawing conclusions about their business every second of every day. Okay. When you put yourself out there, the way you do that, people are drawing conclusions about your professionalism, your attention to detail, your creativity, your um, skill level, everything. And if, <laughs> and if your logo is terrible or if you don't have one at all, people are going to draw conclusions about that. And Yes, I I talk a lot about differentiators and, you know, that, that'll be an, uh, a, a subject for another episode of this podcast, but you don't want your differentiator to be the fact that your logo is terrible. <laughs> I mean, that, would, that, that that's a nightmare scenario for me as a, as a marketing consultant. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, you, you know, people wonder, you know, what else do you not care about? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. What else? I mean, the, the, the way you present yourself is helping your prospects figure out what it's going to be like to work with you later. Right. Exactly. And we don't want to lead them to a wrong conclusion because your logo sucked. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Get started off on the right foot with every single person that comes into contact with your brand. That's right. So now that we know what a logo is and we know why it's important, how do you get one? What are some of the ways that people go about trying to get logos? And what are the pros and the cons of each of those approaches? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, just like any other design, um, you know, design of a website or whatever, you can try to do it yourself. Um, or you can hire your, your aunt's brother's nephew who lives in his parents' basement (laughs) to do one for you. Um, you know, but a lot of times the results are not so good. Um, it doesn't look as polished and professional. Um, also a lot of times it's, it's when done by someone that is, is not a designer, um, they create it in a format that is not good for printing and, and reproduction, and it'll end up looking pixelated and, and things like that. Um, it's not as simple as a lot of people think to create a good quality logo that also is in the format needed for you know reproduction in web and print. Um, so you know, like everything, you get what you pay for. <laughs> um, there are 
platforms out there online um, that say they'll build a site for you in a matter of, of minutes. I mean, not a site, a logo for you in a matter of minutes. Um, gosh, there's just endless options. Um, PowerPoint clip art. I have seen <laughs> PowerPoint clip art used for logos. Um, but again, you can tell. You can tell that it was not done professionally. Um, and it does ref- ref- reflect poorly on um, your business, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen people go to freelancer.com or other sites like that where they think they can get creatives, graphic designers, writers, web developers at a bargain basement price. And I think that, you know, for somebody who, who is cost conscious, um, it's definitely out there as an option, but I think it's an option that is, that comes with risks that the average entrepreneur doesn't necessarily understand. And when, when it's possible to get not just a logo, but an entire visual brand strategy for a, a very reasonable price. I mean, for instance, your branding package is extremely reasonably priced. There is no reason that even the most cash-strapped entrepreneur couldn't make that little bit of an investment for not just a logo, but complete brand guidance to really make the business cards, the website, brochures, and everything pop in a way that it wouldn't if you're just having somebody produce a, a piece of clip art for you for 20 bucks. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And, um, you know, and you're, you're getting, you're getting a brand specialist kind of on your team as well. Um, who's going to set you up for success launch your, get your brand out there, but, but also later on when you need other things designed to help promote your business. Um, you know, I can kind of be, I can be on your team and you can give me a call and make sure, you know, I'll make sure that anything we do from then on is very consistent with your brand. Um, and it looks very, uh, professional and brand, brand consistent throughout. I think another another advantage of working with someone who specializes in this kind of work is that it's possible to get a logo that might be more conceptual than you would have the ability to get if you were doing it yourself or if you were giving it to somebody you found on freelancer.com or whatever. Yeah, that's really true. I mean, a lot of times freelancer.com and, and, and those logo generating websites, they're just spitting out, you know, these random concepts that they have in a bucket and they're just showing you, you know, the next dozen that they pulled out of the bucket, you know, and you could end up with something very similar to your competitors. Um, so you don't, you don't want that. You don't want something that's canned. Um, you want something that is custom. Yeah, you raise a really important point there, Gwen. You could end up with a logo that's just like your competitors. And that really that really points to the importance of looking at the bigger picture of your business's brand. And the brand 
is more than just the picture or the colors or the fonts. It's the message. And a lot of times I found with clients that we've, we've both worked with that the language that we use, the graphic themes that come out of a branding, a strategic branding process, can provide those conceptual nuggets that you can use to design a logo that is super powerful and just embedded with meaning. Oh, yes. And that I absolutely love working with you because you provide that language and that descriptive tone that gives me all these word pictures in my mind. Um, And it makes it so much easier and so much more fun to design a visual brand that links well with um, the content and the text and the language, the brand language that that you um, come up with. It makes it a delight, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a lot of fun. And, it, and, and, and the themes that can arise out of that work make it possible for whatever, uh, whatever the logo design is based on, those, those concepts, those concepts can be carried out in all of your owned media, in your social media, in your paid media, in ways that are powerful and compelling, but but most importantly, they hang together and they present your brand in a consistent way. Yeah, absolutely. Consistency is just so important. Okay, Gwen, let's talk about money. How much does it cost to get a logo? Um, you know, usually if I'm doing, I always try to try to package my services to where they will benefit the client the most. And that is a branding package where it's not just the development of the logo, but it's also the design of your business card, letterhead, um, business envelope. I also put together a brand style guide, um, which outlines here is your logo. Here's the different ways it could be configured. Um, here are your colors and the color codes and the fonts used in your logo. And that way you'll have all that information for reproduction purposes. And so an entire package like that is 600. Um, and then there are some times when a client maybe has most of the components they need. They just need um, an artwork tweak to their logo or they just need their logo only redesigned. And that's 300. Now, as I see it, that is really not much money at all for someone who wants a successful business to invest in getting a brand done and done right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I know that there, I mean, you can go to these websites and get one for 20 bucks. But as you said, you get what you pay for. Right. It may not be the right format that you need. Um, you won't have that brand partner um, to team up with when you're in need of other things, which you're going to need <laughs> in the future to, to help promote your business and, and look professional. So you're not going to have that. I mean, that. think think about all the ways that a logo gets used. You're going to need it for all those, those um, you know, the, the stationary package, you know, that's a, a quaint term, but business card, stationary, all of that. But you're going to need that for your social pages, and you're going to need it in all these defined 
um, uh, sizes. It has to be sizable in order to make it fit. You're gonna, you might, you might want uh, to have shirts made with your logo, and you need to have it in a format that lends itself to to that kind of production. Exactly. And there are just so many ways that your logo is going to be put out there that if you don't have um, the things that you include in, in that basic branding package, you could really end up in trouble. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. There's a lot of different formats and, and things that is needed for a logo to be printed, embroidered, you know, all the different ways that all the different things that you're going to want to put your logo on. If you're proud of your logo, you're going to want to put it on stuff. <laughs> That's true. But you can't just send somebody a, a flat JPEG of your, of your logo and expect them to be able to produce it to where it looks nice um, on materials and merchandise and apparel and things like that. So yeah, pretty important. Okay. We're getting close to wrapping up Gwen. So I want to, boil down the key takeaways from this episode. What are the most important things that our listeners should be thinking about or doing if they want to create or refresh their logo? Um, think about, you know, think about your, your offerings, your service offerings. Um, what, what's the key feeling or, message that you want to convey about what makes you stand out from your competition and, you know, how that could be demonstrated or represented um, visually in a, in a, in a mark and get somebody on your, get somebody that is a logo designer, somebody that you can work with, communicate with, um, who will get to know your business and create um, a logo that really, you know, does a great job at representing what you do and, and helps you stand out in the marketplace. I think that's great advice. Gwen, if people want to work with you or learn more about how you can help them, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, you can you can email me at Gwen at creativeinstinct.biz or check out my website. I have an online uh, form that you can fill out um, that will contact me as well. And that's at creativeinstinct.biz, B-I-Z. Gwen, thank you so much for coming on the show today to talk about getting logos done. It's been awesome talking to you. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. If you enjoyed the show, why not leave a review? It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback. And speaking of feedback, if there's a topic you'd like us to address on the podcast, let us know. Just drop us an email at info at simplemarketing.academy. The Simple Marketing Academy podcast will be back next week with more straight talk about marketing your small business. See you there.